Radiant, conscious, prosperous. These are the qualities of a luminous way of life, where thriving means syncing up with nature's wisdom and biorhythms. Your bioluminosity is a barometer for health, a gauge for true prosperity and balance, and luminous possibilities abound us. In this podcast, we offer empowering perspectives from many fields in medicine, esoteric and ancient wisdom, and subtle energy arts and sciences. Explore pathways for creating greater fulfillment within yourself and communities around you through our shared dialogues, methodologies, and experiences. Find inspiring attunements to your own optimal living roadmap with integrative health practitioners, artists, and conscious entrepreneurs. If you're looking for a direct experience, visit our online directory and connect with a professional today to feel more on purpose, heart open, and prosperous. Hello, everybody. Today we're talking with Maria Shapley. She is a life coach and Buteco practitioner. She is trained in acting and personal fitness and is an international board certified neurolinguistics practitioner. She's a clinical hypnotherapist and breathing is fundamental to life and to her practice. She teaches that breathing properly determines your level of success in life. She offers private sessions and group classes in convenient packages to give you the most that she has to offer with sessions held through Zoom. Okay. Hi, Maria. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. It's good to have you here. So I know today you were mentioning you would like to explore how unconscious blocks play a role in shaping reality and how to be more of a creator in shaping your own reality. Yeah. That sounded about right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. What can you tell us about that initially? Or might you share a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you? Sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. My name is Maria Shapley. I am... Grew up in Pennsylvania on the East Coast and um, moved to California eight years ago to pursue acting and more of the health and wellness industry. And, you know, found myself exploring different modalities of healing. And that's how I came into what I do today as an intuitive life coach. And what I've learned um, as I has really focused on developing my intuition. Um, taking extensive courses. And I have learned that throughout life, we encounter different events, traumas, situations that, that kind of mold and shape our reality. You know, our bones are like record keepers and this, these energetic patterns can get stored in our muscles our tissues our cells, and it creates filters. And we base our decisions, the way we communicate, the way we behave, act, the people that we attract into our lives. And if it's something's not in alignment with what we want for our best and highest vision, unless we clear it and get to the root of it, we're going to keep recreating the same patterns. And um, yeah, right? So Totally. <laughs> and it's a little bit difficult to uncover some of those unconscious patterns in my experience. 
when you're just kind of looking at, you're looking in the mirror to yourself, mm-hmm. it's hard to see our blind spots. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so you know what's the best way to look at your blind spots is by looking at your reality outside of you because it's a reflection of your internal world. And if you're noticing something that is not preferred, say, hmm, what's going on inside me? And it's usually something unconscious that's happened way early on in life that the same, it's like the same reoccurring feeling happens, but maybe it's different people, events, situations. And a good way that I've learned to clear this is through energy work. Nice. So how would you describe energy work? Yeah. Um, So what I do is I use my intuition to go, okay, what's going on with my client? You know, what's showing up in their life? What will create the most amount of positive change? What is the root cause of this issue? Maybe they're having an issue in love or money or career or health. And I feel into their energy and it's like, okay, there's something that happened at age four years old connected to father and um, it caused feelings of like unworthiness. And I feel that this is stored in your stomach and it makes you feel uneasy. So I take them through a process of connecting to the light. (laughs) And when you connect to the light, you know, we are light, right? If you like talk in terms of like frequency, light, sound, and energy, I take them through a process and I have them bring the light into that part of their body and we clear it, we move the energy. So it creates more space and then we can move forward more easily. Nice. It sounded a little bit like you were talking about me there. <laughs> Is that what you do? <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, it's oh, a very similar thing in terms of what I, what I do. Yeah. With my clients as well. But um, yeah, just in terms of that, I've had a lot of kind of solar plexus kind of energy work that I, that I've done throughout my life and in my world. Um, and there's been that four or five-year-old self that's been kind of present um, in some of those retrievals or integrations um, when you go into somebody's world or, or their system, do you, what is it that you're using or how do you kind of view the, the skill or the, um, I mean, the way I kind of see it is just an awareness practice that, that is developed and built over time that, and then, you know, the more space that gets, you know, cleared in your own system, there's more room to just notice what is there yeah. and that can be within your own field and that can be the field of other people. Yeah. Um, but I'd be just curious how, how you would speak to that, to that as well. Yeah. So how, uh, how do I feel into that or how do I say, Yeah. I would say, so first I always connect to the light. So if you want to connect with me, we can do that. So, um, so just sitting with feet planted and close your eyes and roll your eyes up and take your energy 300 feet above your head. And I want you to see your sense of light. This could be like another dimension. This could be, this is source light. Okay, awesome. Connect to this light and I want you to bring it all the way down through the top of your crown, opening you up to the truth. And bring this light throughout your face, opening up your third eye so you can see. And bring this light throughout your face, your throat, 
opening up your expression so you can speak clearly in the world. And bring this white light, this divine light, out your shoulders, your arms, out your hands, all the way down your chest, opening up your heart so you can feel all of the love. Bring this light throughout your solar plexus, your navel, your root, your hips, your legs, knees, your calves, and all the way out your feet. And like roots of a tree, send this light down through the center of the planet where you connect to Mother Earth's energy. When you connect to this place, it's as, it's as if you need to take a breath. And it could be a crystal-like energy or a ray of sunshine, but you feel her warm, loving support. And once you're connected there, send this beam of light right back up into your feet, your legs, knees, quads, hips, stomach, and all the way up at your head. Bring both lights from above and below into the middle of your heart and send this light 360 degrees around your body. Front, sides, top to bottom, back, all the way around you. And send this light past your room. Send it past your home. Send it past the town you're in. Past your state country and all the way past the earth where you feel that you're connected to everything and from this place how do you feel <laughs> pretty pretty expansive really expansive mm -hmm. really full clear I feel like warm and radiant, connected. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so nice. Yeah. This is your truth. Like this is where we create from. This is where miracles happen. This is where we can create real change. This is how we can move energy more easily. So I go into this process first and I always make sure I'm connected to the light every day so I can manifest the things that I want to create. And, um, I feel into the person's energy. So it's like, all right, what will create the most amount of positive change? And what's the root cause of blocking this? And then I kind of just feel into it. So it's more of a feeling thing or, um, or I get a visual. Yeah, in, in my work, sometimes I've had like a little bit of sense in the beginning to downplay the idea that I just play into it, but or I just feel into it, but it's in the feelings that, that our intuition is, is guiding us. And that intuition is always connecting us to our higher self. And so we can't really connect to our higher self and to really what wants to come through unless we're feeling. Yeah. So yeah. It, it really is as simple as feeling, I think. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, when your heart is blocked off and closed, you're not going to be able to, like the heart has its own intelligence. And when you open up your heart, yeah, you're right. You feel like you can feel the, 
vibrations from another person. You can feel their thoughts and feelings um, and you can tap more easily into your intuition. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah, it seems like a nice segue into maybe what some listeners might find of, well, I feel like I'm feeling, but maybe I'm not tapping into that intuition or maybe my world is still reflecting a certain reality that I don't really prefer that I'm not wanting to call in. So in this energetic light and expansive feeling of feeling really connected and feeling like we're in our true self and we're in that alignment, if, if there's difficulty getting into that place, it seems like there's probably something stored in the unconscious world. So is that where you come in and start working on some of that unconscious stuff? Yes. Yeah. Because the unconscious, it is like, that's where we store our past traumas, limiting beliefs, patterns, um, things that we've seen, heard. And it thinks it's protecting us because it's what we've known our whole life. So it's almost like it can be running the show. And um, it's like, one foot is trying to move forward and create our destiny and create the things we want to accomplish. But then there's like a push and pull with our unconscious. And this is a great way to address the unconscious limiting beliefs that we have going on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like integrate both parts and like bring it into harmony. And it's like, all right, now I'm not in conflict with myself. Right. And it, it had dawned to me at one point that it's not as much, you know, because either way, the unconscious is really in some ways governing the reality, their reality, but what is stored in that unconscious. And so it, it may be more that we're, we're actually rewriting the unconscious. It's not like we're, we're making all of it at, at conscious. I mean, that'd be quite the undertaking I think, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think right. there's a certain degree, maybe we can do that where we, you know, we can make a lot of our, our personal unconscious experience from maybe our soul memories or, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, our karmic imprints have been our samskaras and there's still the unconscious governing that place. So the, the more that we bring some of those shadow frequencies into the light, so to speak, and then the more that that unconscious space is cleared up, would you say that that's fairly accurate or how do you see that journey of transforming what is some of the heavy unconscious material into some of that lighter unconscious conscious material and how to get the unconscious world on, on your side, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that could come through focusing on the conscious and the unconscious, because you're right, like we're not always operating from just the unconscious. What we do consciously can affect our unconscious. So if every day you're repeating a same pattern of embodying a new energy or embodying or a new thought pattern or having a healthy lifestyle and new habits, that's going to say, okay, this is going to be my new behavior. Um, whereas if you find yourself just kind of doing the same things over and over again, but not really taking the time to reflect and be aware of yourself, what's really like, what am I doing? Then you're going <laughs> to not have new results or new anything. So you can, you can address the unconscious mind through subconscious work. Like say if it's hypnosis or NLP or the energy work that I, that I'm sharing now, or you can consciously 
take action and say, hey, I need to make some changes. And how am I talking to myself? How is my inner critic? Is it one of friendliness or is it one of like, you know, chatter, the monkey brain? Yeah, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, I mean, it really is kind of stepping, taking a conscious step in our daily world to where we're still awake. Maybe we wake up in the morning and, and we, we're considered to be, yes, I'm awake, I'm not sleeping, but we might be sort of still dreaming. And so it's taking a step into consciously dream is the way I kind of understand it. So that we're not in our awakened state where we're not sleeping, do it, living an unconscious life. Mm -hmm. And and just, you know, to me, it seems like a lot of the unconscious material that wants to come to the surface um, comes up in the form of discomfort. And, yeah. and maybe a little bit more in the extreme side in, in terms of pain and, and ultimately some of that discomfort or that pain that we may ignore or, or just kind of push away and, and say, Oh, I just want that to go away or, you know, develop a relationship with that discomfort in a way that, that in any way pushes it away. Then that's like saying, Hey, unconscious material, I'm not going to mm -hmm. deal with you or handle you. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. really want to go there. So there could be a little bit of a um, an extra challenge if we continue to push away that that stuff. Yeah, for sure. I think the lean in is really like you know opening up and being like, oh, discomfort, like oh, yeah. like there's some pain here, like oh, like this is actually my pathway through this. Yes, right. To not be afraid of it, because yeah, it's just going to keep creeping up. So it's like, hey, it's like whack a mole, or I don't know, it's just like. <laughs> Um, not really, but it's like, yeah, if something's trying to get your attention and whether that's like a little part of yourself, like the little two-year-old or four-year-old, six-year-old, and it's like, Hey, like there's something that you haven't cleared up with me yet. Like, let's talk. And that's usually what it is. It's, there's a part of ourself that hasn't been fully healed or integrated. And like, you're right. It's like really looking at face on and saying, all right, what do you need? Um, how can I help you? And integrate that part within yourself so you can feel more whole and like the yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that you brought up the the part about needs. Cause I feel like that's an important element in that, in that transformation where, you know, as soon as there's a discomfort, there really is usually within a discomfort, potentially there was a past moment or something happened. Like you said, maybe it was your two-year-old or your four-year-old and there could have been trauma. And I'd be curious, like just, you know, getting your definition and take on trauma, but yeah, that, that trauma as it arises, um, you know, it's, it's wanting us to be aware of something and Usually when it comes up, what I found is that there's some need that wasn't met. Yeah. And so it's like, well, what need wants to be met here? Mm -hmm. And I find that to be a helpful cue for, for people who are working on this level and want to understand maybe a little bit of a deeper practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would say when something comes up for you that feels discomfort, uncomfortable or for, yeah, for me at least, if something uncomfortable comes up, I say, okay, what is this story or feeling trying to tell me? And I say, all right, what was the first age 
I felt something like this. Who did I, I asked myself the four questions and the things like, this is what I learned in my intuition training for my intuitive life coach. Um, so we go through something called the four questions. And so if something comes up in my present life now, I say, okay, when's the first time I felt this feeling? Who did I get it from? Where is it in my body? And what's the emotion behind it? And then I clear it that way just to get to the root of it. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's talking to that part of yourself. What are you trying to tell me? What do you need? And doing visualization practices are so powerful because, you know, what we visualize or what we hold dear to us, we energize. And mm -hmm. like, I like to like say, okay, which one of my little girls needs attention right now? What does she need? Um, and I talk to her to try to give her whatever it is that she needs. Do you feel like there is a, some amount of time or space that's needed typically for that? To when you open up a dialogue with a, a part of you or a younger part, what, um, what have you found has been the typical, I mean, it's different, I think in each time, but, um, just to kind of give people a little bit of a sense for like, what's this process in involved once I open the dialogue up, you know, mm -hmm. how much time might I spend in that space? Cause I do find sometimes in, in cases where I've worked with clients or worked in my own material, there can be a tendency to emotionally loop. And sometimes mm -hmm. there, there needs to be something that kind of breaks that, that loop of like, okay, like we don't have to hang out here like that long, right. you know, right. we don't have to be like in the drama and like trying to get something out of it. There can just be sort of like that light that turns on and then it's yeah. like finished. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, you, if you notice, like, just to be aware, I'm noticing the looping pattern I'm looping. I notice the trauma and that's okay. But like interrupting the pattern, it's like, all right, what can I do now to interrupt the pattern? Um, and that could be through breathing. That could be through moving the energy. So doing the energy work, really bringing in light to that part of your body that feels discomfort, or if you find yourself in a looping pattern. Um, because I've been there, I've gone through traumatic events and it's like, you know, I've gone through the steps. I've done different ways of healing and what I have done personally is I recognize and I can have a choice of how long I want to sit with the discomfort and then change. It's like, all right, how do I interrupt the pattern? Um, I move, but I go for a walk. I um, do some inner work, but really the energy work has been the most impactful for me so far. Yeah, nice. Which we pretty much discussed most, mostly so far yeah. which in some ways really energy work i mean it's emotion work mm -hmm. yeah yeah would you say yeah would you say anything else about that like in terms of people understanding energy work or do you want any any uh would you like to express anything else around your perspective on our energy work and the, the work that you do in it yeah, because, you know, everything is energy and our thoughts create energy, our emotions, our words, everything is energy. 
And when we experience different emotions, it gets stored in our body. So I feel that when we can process it and move it out, sometimes your conscious mind doesn't need to understand it all. It just kind of moves, you know? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it just is a matter of movement mm -hmm. where if we're feeling stuck or stagnant or things aren't working, then what needs to move? And sometimes it just means physically moving, like literally you said, getting up, maybe yeah. taking a walk. Sometimes yeah. it can be so simple as that, I think, yeah. to kind of just do a little pattern interrupt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where NLP I found has been really effective too. It's like, hmm, like parts integration, like integrating the parts of myself that feel fragmented, bringing them together to gain wholeness. Um, and other things with NLP, it's like compartmentalizing, like the mind is so magnificent and intelligent it literally dictates what we create in our reality our words our thoughts our actions all of it um so if we can kind of reprogram hey the the unconscious to the conscious with nlp that's highly effective too nice yeah i mean you make you really make me think about the importance of a new definition this has kind of been something i've been contemplating on lately is just that a lot of times we perceive mind as the thoughts and it mm -hmm. seems like we really need a, a, an effective working definition of mind mm -hmm. because mind mind is to me more like clarity like more of a non-dual state where there's lucidity and there's just more of a pure awareness that arises and there really isn't thinking in that yeah and so I wonder how that might tie in to your NLP work because I know, I know a little bit about NLP, but yeah, if there's something you might want to speak to in terms of, yeah, bringing, bringing some more light and awareness into what is NLP and mm -hmm. how do we work with our minds mm -hmm. as, yeah. as energy? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question because the difference between the mind and maybe the brain could be different. And I look at the mind as something that's actually outside of ourselves. It's the collective consciousness, like that lucidity. And you can like tap into the intelligence of the collective, which could be the mind, or you can refer to the mind as your own mind. Um, there are different terms for it, but that would be more so in intuition, mind, intelligence. And then the brain with, neuro it's called neuro-linguistic programming, which is, a way is a language, a way to speak to the subconscious mind. And in neurolinguistic programming, they speak on how our thoughts, words, and actions create a reality. So we receive information through our five senses. It gets um, passed through our different filters of what we've experienced in our life. And then that dictates our actions and what we create in our world. So unless we reprogram the subconscious, and that's what we do through neurolinguistic programming, then we can change those filters and then create different actions. Nice. So what would be one example for reprogramming something with NLP? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there are different things like swish pattern or parts integration, um, mapping across. So I would have a client go through um, a visualization and have them bring up uh, something that they want to create um, and something that 
So let's see, like something that would be true for you. Like what's really true for you that your shirt is black right now, right? I'm wearing a black shirt. And then picture something that you want to create. Like what's something that you want, a new behavior or something that you want to create in your life. And I'd have you go through something called submodalities. And I would have you visualize yourself. It's kind of funny. I would visualize yourself um, as the person you want to be. Like, what are you doing? What's the new behavior you want to embody? What's the new outcome? And then have you change the submodalities into something that's already true. So it gets configured in your mind differently. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, I think I follow yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah, the sub think- the subdomains are aspects of that of your your vision or what you're visualizing as your new life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then right. you start to root in those different layers into something that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, okay. Nice. Yeah. So it makes it more concrete. Real. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. And then even something for your own, just like a, a simple visualization meditation practice, which I strongly encourage to exercise your imagination muscle because the imagination is like creativity play. Like what are, what we're creating in our physical life. So if you were to if, close your eyes and imagine the best and highest version of you and what you create or what you want to have in your life. What are you doing? Where are you? Who are you with? Right. So when you see that, like, do you hear any sounds? Do you smell anything? Yeah. When I go into it a little bit, I get, it's funny. Like I do get trees, like wind blowing to trees and big open sky and, Love it. Love it. And yeah, yeah. I almost just kind of sense into people exchanging something, like like passing something from one another. Lots of smiles. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you're in that feeling, and I want you like to turn up the dial. So I turn up the colors, make everything more vibrant turn up the sounds like maybe the winds blowing the trees the birds the sun is shining even more turn up Mm. the feeling maybe like turn up like the people talking or what they're saying or who's around you yeah there's just a little bit more vivid uh visceral feeling around interaction and laughter and yeah Mm -hmm. it just feels like there's more dynamism at this point and what's the feeling yeah, the feeling is like at ease and also that kind of excitement that's, uh, it feels like a fire is lit, like it's burning, you know, that feeling of like a flame burning, like there's a lot of passion and energy and it's, yeah, it's more in a place of exchange of passionate energy. I think that's really like what I'm feeling into is yeah is that it's like lots of inspiration love it to really like bring in that inspiration the passion the the ease and like really like bring that energy into your body and have it fill up your entire 
system. Because the feeling is what, that's what we're going to create. The way we feel every mm -hmm. day, that's what we're creating. Yeah. Which really goes back right into the energy work. Like why energy work is really so important. Mm -hmm. Doing the emotional work and really, yeah. So it feels like really what you're doing in a large sense is really helping people get into a stream of energy or emotions and be able to feel something that is more aligned with really what what they want to create yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes we don't really know what we want to create until we right. visualize which yeah. yeah 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 or unless we get to like the root like okay what will create the most amount of positive change for me like when you pose a question you open up the energy to create something new um so something I like, so part of the energy work I like to do for my clients is, um, okay, do you, do you want to go through this? Let's see. Do you want to go to a root issue? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to maybe try something out and we'll try it? And yeah, okay, why people not? can kind of get that demonstration through. Yeah. In a lifetime, lifetime. Okay. Yeah. And you can edit I'm open to it. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So Let's connect to the light. Bring this light all throughout your body from top to bottom into your heart and radiate this light out way past your room, past your home. All the way past the earth, reconnected to everything. And like what I like to visualize when working with clients is you're in this blessing ball of light. What will create the most amount of positive change for Keenan? It's like you love being in the state of flow. Like state of flow is your the name of the game. And like you nailed me. Yeah. <laughs> like you are in a state of flow, which is amazing. You're like ready to reap more rewards for what you're doing. Like you're doing all the right things. You're like, you're in a good feeling place every day. Like you don't really have things that hold you back. Um, I would say that's true. Yeah. I feel, I feel generally very blissful. Yeah. So how can, so what is the cause? Um, like what is, what is the blockage? So Keenan can have, more flow, just more abundance in all ways to have this be streamlined. Um, when you were younger, did you have to move a lot or was there a big move when you were younger, like maybe even before five years old? Yeah, you know, when I grew up, I had a pretty stable home, but it wasn't until I moved so then maybe four different times in one year. Mm -hmm. And I think that was pretty intense for me because it was, yeah, I mean, for an entire year, like, where am I going to land? Mm -hmm. And then getting into a whole nother school and then making friends over maybe about three months and then moving to a whole nother school, making new friends for another three months and then doing that again. Whoa. 
yeah so i finally landed it was like spending yeah that full year and then landing in a, in a totally new school in first grade yeah and then that was when we landed there i was i pretty much stayed there all the way through high school okay got but it. yeah i kind of forgot how intense that was that was intense. <clears throat> so this um so that was like pretty, like, I'm getting more debilitating. Like it felt very unstable and you just felt like I have no ground. I have no footing. Um, mm. So when you bring in a lot of light all throughout your body. Um, and this feeling of instability, um, lack of grounding or like feeling almost disabled anywhere in your heart or solar plexus, bringing a lot of light and clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, realities, all these places from this big move around six years old, five, six years old, seven years old, six, mm -hmm. clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality, times gazillion. Really bringing light into your solar plexus, uh, into your heart. Uh, everywhere this may feel like I don't belong. Um, things aren't stable to your heart and clear and transmute, uncreate and restory across all time, dimension, space, reality. Uh, any of this nervous energy in your heart, clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality. Um, any sadness, like you feel like you didn't get like the real love and care support you needed from your parents during all this like you kind of just felt like I'm an adult now I'm not really being taken care of uh, clear and transmute across all time dimension space reality mm. um mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really, I really resonate with that. Felt some sadness come up for sure. Yeah, yeah, sadness. And some of the nervousness too. Yeah. It's bringing a mm -hmm. lot of light from above and below, and really expand the light out. Bring the light mm. really into your heart and expand it out. Really project it out all the way around your body. Okay. Good. Any of the sadness that you didn't get the love and care from your mom and dad, clear and transmute across the time dimension space reality. Not feeling tired or lethargic. Any of this in your heart and in your stomach, ton of light. Clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality, times, gazillion. Everywhere you don't feel understood, I just not understood, I don't fit in. Clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality. Everywhere you assume that, all right, when's the next change going to happen? Like something else is going to happen. Uh, expecting, always expecting change, but maybe not in the best ways. Uh, clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality. 
So I like to, when I bring in the light, I like to visualize the light bringing to that part of my body and like exploding it, like a waterfall of light and exploding that part of my body to really bring into the heart and exploding any sadness, watching it pop and melt away into the stomach. And you, where you felt like punched in the gut, I'm like punched in the gut. Clear and transmute across that time and space reality. Yeah, I can feel some of that tiredness that wanted to just come up there. Yeah. You're in your solar plexus. Um, all of this moving made you feel like you lost your power. Clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality. Clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality. Stomach, root. Any feelings of I'm not enough? Clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality. Adding more light to your heart from above and below. Whole ton of light. Anything in the way of your heart being at its full expression and expanded out. Clear and transmute across a time dimension space reality. Okay, what would it take for you to be? Yeah, water is important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's feeling that. Mm -hmm. What would it take for me to be? Mm -hmm. What would it take for you to be completely open to loving energy? What would it take for love to be your, like your emotional home? It, it is. What would it take for you? To have stability, to have concrete stability within your emotional home. What would it take mm. for you to be open to the love of the universe? What would it take for you to know that you're supported? What would it take for feel all the support that you need? And anything the way of this, clear and transmute across all time, dimension, space, reality. What would it take for you to really step into your power and know that you are safe and that, that you're safe and stable? What would it take for you to know that you are not uh, living in that place anymore, that you're grounded? And anything in the way of this, clear and transmute because of time and space reality. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was really connected to feeling really subconsciously feeling safe and grounded 
stable, like nothing is going to shock me in terms of change. Yeah. And then being able to really trust that. And I really felt like my power was tied up into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just how much it felt sort of demobilizing, like almost semi paralyzing. Yeah. Um, and like, I think that's why you were, you know, naming it with debilitating. I think that's fairly accurate in terms of the, the effect mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But feeling the immense expanse yeah. of energy available to me and just really being able to associate the new, like this new time and this new life with something new, like a different kind of stability and yeah, those un those uncreate and destroy statements I think were really ass- assistive, and I was really feeling the impact of all the questions opening up the new reality. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like just by asking that question, there's a really, you, you know, it's like the mind and the imagination goes into to to immediate creative uh, faculty. And, and uh-huh. the imagination goes online. I'm immediately like feeling into what is that? Okay, what getting curious in the direction of what actually I want to be bringing in. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it's also too, like when you're bringing in the light and you're posing the question of what would it take for this to happen? What would it take to feel this love in my body? You're bringing that energy into your body and it's Mm -hmm. creating new structure. Yeah. And when you said that, I felt immediately a sense of just like this kind of sharp kind of almost uh, jabbing like one, two, three, four or five kind of, you know, just kind of a rhythm of sharp pain be felt and released. So it felt like, you know, like my body was responding to your question in, in the sense that it was like, oh, you just need to feel this, like feel mm. some of the residual material that was left from that experience and mm. understand. Cause I think one some of the clarity that I also received too is around feeling empowered and some of that in my journey of feeling empowered being related to simply that that experience Mm -hmm. yeah um amazing yeah Yeah. so now it's like all right you're bringing that to consciousness you're bringing it to light you're having an understanding of oh that's right oh my god but then bringing in the energy moving that out of your system and then bringing in something new yeah yeah, I can already sense into how some of the programming that I think was set up or like in me trying to figure out in more of my intellectual mind, like what is it that's felt disempowering, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we can even make up stories or try to fill in the space and it, it doesn't always, it's not always resonant or true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just, I, I'm appreciating the, um, the connection and just how simple it is, you know? Like sometimes it can be like, oh, that's what it was tied up in. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. now, like moving forward, it's like, okay, I have this great awareness and I've moved the energy for it. And like maybe if something that you could do, like, you know, if I were to like give you homework, I would say, okay, if you want to dive deeper with that story, really bring in the light and say, like, bringing the light to that part of your body where you're feeling something and clear and transmute it. Also time dimension space reality. Um, you can use something like the four questions, like, okay, disabling or just dis- 
uh, this debilitating feeling. Um, go into that and then see where that story takes you next and may take you to another memory. And then you just keep clearing it. Yeah, maybe remind us of what those four questions are so that we can anchor those in on a deeper level. Yeah. Um, what's the first age I felt this feeling, something similar to this? Um, who did I get it from? Mom, dad, myself, or someone else? Um, where is it stored in my body? And what is the emotion behind it? Nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Do you So do you feel like there's anything to complete that process? Or um, it feels pretty complete to me, but... Yeah. Yeah. I would say like to complete the process would just be like to add in what, what it takes and open up to the new energy or just like keep clear. And yeah. Yeah. What would it take to just be opened up to more and more love every day? What would it take to like be, and I visualize like a blessing ball, like you in a blessing <laughs> ball or what you want to create mm -hmm. an energetic ball and then put your energy into that and then boom. <laughs> see what happens yeah. yeah beautiful that was amazing i think it'll be really nice to bring more of like a practicum into the, the this episode for people mm -hmm. yeah for people to get that experience and really get more of a sense of what you do amazing thank yeah you. i'm grateful thank you i yeah, needed that you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know i needed that <laughs> there you go nice um well beautiful i feel like you know you've you've given us an opportunity to really see more of like who you are and, you know, what you offer and the value in that. Um, I'm really feeling that. And hopefully some of the listener listeners are as well. Is there anything that you would like to share today? Anything else that you would like to cover? Um, I would say, you know, another effective way is to like bring up stuff that, you know, just to go over briefly, um, you know, what I kind of led my, oh my God. Oops, shoot. Right. Um, Are they good? Kinda, yeah, because I, we started later. I was like, oh no, okay. Okay, I have a couple of minutes. Um, sorry. No problem. Um, so we can wrap up in two minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but breathing is so effective because sometimes you don't need to have verbal dialogue or language or something to give it context, but you can breathe through different emotions and bring that up to the surface and help alleviate it. And breath work is a great way to do that, to bring up trauma or to just ease anxiety, ease stress, or to improve your energy and like vitality for life. Um, and like, you know, something simple you can do is just breathing in slow through your nose and like always nasal breathing. You know, I learned as a Buteco practitioner that nasal breathing is the proper way to breathe and breathing slow, light, and deep, always through the nose, you know, and something you can do is taking a gentle breath into your nose and breathing laterally, breathing into your ribs, you know, say in for a count of four and out for a count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six, and in for a count of four, one, two, three, four, and filling up your lungs, expand laterally, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and even like make the, the breath in so slow now that the, the hairs within the nostrils do not move, making it so slow. 
because that's how you're gonna relax the nervous system the most. And then also the extended exhale is what creates even more relaxation. This gets us into the parasympathetic. It relaxes the autonomic nervous system. And this is activates our intuition better as well. We get out of high beta, which is like a more like stimulated energy, which is okay, used for certain things, but it's more alpha, which is creative, intuitive, opens up to our intelligence. Something just like as simple yet profound as a breathing technique. Beautifully said, yeah. And I feel the work that I've done with your, with the breath that I've learned in that, in that workshop that we did um, a while back now has, has been life-changing. It's been, oh, yeah. yeah. And bringing that in on a daily level, almost daily, and mm -hmm. just getting to notice how my nervous system has changed through a relatively short amount of time is pretty profound. So I, I definitely recommend anybody out there who's interested in more breath work that Maria is amazing, excellent facilitator in that world. And you can find her at breathewithmaria.com, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything yeah. else you'd like to share around how you might be reached or any, any news around what's going on with you today? Yeah, um, I mainly offer my 12-week private program and I customize it to my clients' needs, but I always start them off with the Butego program because I feel that breathing is central to everything we do. And now I'm doing more um, of the energy work that I just took you through in this and NLP really depends on the person's, you know, outcomes, goals, and desires, but to help a person really create a life they love and to help them get out from feeling stuck. So wherever you're feeling stuck in life, I want to help you get out of feeling stuck. And so like, those are some of the modalities and ways I help do that. So breathewithmaria.com is a great way to get in touch with me or my Instagram at mariashapeser. Um, yeah, those are probably best. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Maria. I feel transformed in your presence and appreciate you. Thank you so much, Keenan. You're so awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm.